What up, everybody? We back. It's the Nation of Podcation podcast. It's the People's Podcast. As always, I got to start off by thanking our fans. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Without you, there is no us. Continue to show that support at in Podcation on Twitter and at Nation of Podcation on Facebook and Instagram. We always interact with our fans and we never too good to follow back. It's the outstanding original, the oracle of ideas. I'm O'Shea. I'm here with Mr. Last Name Song, straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? And straight from the man cave, my man might need to shave, but it's my main man, Dave. How you feeling tonight, brother? Hey, living the dream, but it ain't mine, baby. That's that's what's up, bro. <laughs> well, tonight we got a top five, top five, top five, top five, top five. Personal favorite horror movies. How y'all feeling? I'm ready to get this going. I've been thinking about this list all week. So, yeah, I'm ready. What about you, Dave? Yeah, let's let these limbs fly. Let's get in this. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a big fan of horror movies, so uh, I've been looking forward to this one, uh, especially with October coming around. We got the uh, month of Halloween, so all the haunted houses, all the scary movies about to start showing up on TV. So I'm uh, excited to start seeing that season pop up. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to have you go ahead and chat me up. Give me your number five. Start it off. So for me, my number five is the original Halloween, Mr. Michael Myers. Nice. I I know a lot of people will say that that was probably one of the more, like, slower to get going as far as, like, some of the uh, the kills in the movie itself. But for me, I I love that slow buildup. It made it, as a child, more, like, creepy because you never knew what was going to happen. Right. Um, Some of the other things, uh, the reason why I have it on this list is because the the theme song alone is, like, super chilling. Like, even to this day, like, when you hear that, you know something's going to go down. Right. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, at her best, in my opinion. Scream queen. She is one of the elite Yes. Uh, Michael Myers still holds up today. Like I don't know if y'all got a chance to see the uh, the sequel that followed after two um, that they just did like last year. That yeah. was hard to me. I loved that movie. I, I thought it brought it. Uh, they brought the franchise back to its best essence. Halloween in years. A- exactly. And she uh, wasn't no plaything in there. She man, had the she whole was ready. underground. Yep. She was ready with board. the gun. She yep. wasn't playing in that one. And then also like. I don't know about any of our our viewership, but I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all like to go to like haunted houses with your friends and stuff or your your family. And for me, I always see some carbon copy or someone that looks like Michael Myers in in the actual haunted house. Every time. uh, Captain Kirk mask on. Man, I was just going to bring that up. Can you believe that? Captain Kirk spawned one of the most iconic horror uh, characters of all time. That's that's that greatness right there, William Shatner. Shout out to Uh, William Shatner. Big Willie. (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up. Dave, how you feeling about his number five? Hey, man, I dig it. I dig it. Um, You know, Halloween is definitely regarded as uh, one of the best uh, scores uh, for any horror movie right now. Uh, To this day, John Carpenter, uh, I mean... The man's a myth, a legend in the horror anthology series. Of course. Um, yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, go ahead. Keep the mic. 
Chat me up. What's your number five? Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get with it. My number five is uh, Friday the 13th, number six, Jason Lives. Okay. Uh, this is when Tommy Jarvis came out of the mental hospital and wanted to dig up Jason's body and cremate it. Um, he actually had a uh, little kind of uh, guest appearance from the uh, uh, guy from Welcome Back, Carter. He was in this movie. Um, but for me, it was like the pinnacle of like that 80s horror culture. It had enough to bring the young people in and still have people who were invested in the series want to watch it. And then, you know, first time you see Jason's eye open up when that lightning strikes that, that rod, it's like, oh, man, here we go. That's what I was about to say. Is so, this the one with the, with the lightning? I yeah, mean, I think yeah. he's had a couple of them with the lightning. but Yeah, this was the first one where they dug him up and stuck that pipe, pipe down yeah. on him. Yeah. So it was legit. That's what's up, Shannon. How you feeling about his number five? I, I feel like I'm. I should have probably kept watching the uh, Friday the Thirteenth series because I did not get to that one. I, I think I stopped around three or four because I, I felt like it was just kind of getting a little campy, in, in my Very opinion. Campy. But you know, I'll take your word for it. I just <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen that one. I just felt like they made too many. Uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. I liked all the uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I actually have one of them on my list coming up soon. Um, that one, I'd probably say, oh, as me uh, personally, that one wasn't on any of my top five, but I do respect it. That is a good, um, that is a good horror movie. I, I, I dug it. Um, all right, so my number five, I went with Saw Two. Um, this one came out in like two thousand five. I like the whole story. Like the story behind it was, uh, it was like a crooked cop um, who had did bad things with all these criminals and. Uh, planted drugs and stuff and just uh, planted stuff on them and uh, Jigsaw kind of kidnapped all those criminals because they had their own demons and he kidnapped that uh, cop's son and put them all in this house of kind of crazy whores with all kind of boy all kind of yeah, gimmicks yeah, it, it, you couldn't escape off, and then he he had like this poison that was feeding into the air so they were dying as they were staying in there and there was only a few spots that had the cure so then, you know, certain one of them would try to get the cure, and then they would have to, you know, this one, one of my favorite scenes, the chick sticks her hands in this contraption to try to get the cure, and she can go in easy, but it's like a razor blades on the way out, so if you grab it and try to pull it out, those yeah, razor blades Chinese, are... Chinese finger trap. Yeah, 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 but it's cutting her wrist with the razor blades, and um, there was another one where a guy, he had to climb inside of the furnace, and when he pulled on the, the cure the the door closed and locked on him and then the furnace turned on and he was just sitting there and got burned alive so i mean just just some of those scenes there they were really uh those really stuck out and it was kind of uh before saw got too gory for me because some of the stuff that yeah. they started doing the later years got a little bit too gory for me and i was just like now, it really didn't. It really wasn't to the point where it was scary to me. It was really more like, oh, that's just disgusting. I'm yeah. just really turned off by yeah, that gore, gore. Yeah, yeah, that gore horror. I'm not. I'm not really into that. So is that the one where they had like the first scenes, like the dude with the ring in his mandible jaw, where he's got to pull it out? No, that's that the. Three? I think that's three. Two is the one. I think it, it was the mask. And, uh, and she's got to jump in that pool of hypodermic needles in too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's like, the that one with the needles. Me, yeah, that bro. was another one of them crazy yeah, scenes. Yeah, and I she's got to dig in there to do all of that. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, Shannon, chat me up. How you feeling about uh, my number five? Uh, I'll say like 
looking at at the the Saw franchise as a whole, one, two, and three to me are by far the best. Two definitely stands out um, with out, out of those three, though. Um, to me, that it was hard watching <laughs> some of the traps in there, um, but I think that was the the premise of it. So I, I really dug the the whole like first three Saw movies together. Um, two definitely stands out, so I can see why it's, it's on your list. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, my friend Dave, go ahead. Chat me up. Give me your number four. Uh, so I'm just going to jump on the gore bandwagon here. Uh, my number four is a Netflix exclusive. Um, they're starting to release it on Blu-rays and stuff now. It's called Terrifier. Okay. Um, it's For me, it's one of my personal favorites because it goes back to the classic serial killer. Uh, to harken back a little bit to what Shannon was saying about Michael Myers. Um, you know, in this movie, this guy doesn't even have a, a, a word. He doesn't have a line. And it's all stocking, serial killing, and there's some extreme. Old school. Yeah, but there's also some real extreme violence and things like that. Body okay. separation, so on and so forth. Um, but definitely a good movie. If you ain't seen it, check it out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to check it out. So. Shannon, you check that out? Uh, hell no. Um, <laughs> I remember a while back, uh, Dave tried to get me into that shit. And <laughs> the way that he described it, I was just like, uh, no, uh, I, I want to I wanna keep my, my dinner in my stomach tonight, so I'm, I'm kind of cool, and I've never gotten a chance to watch it. It's probably one of those... Um, I'm getting nauseous thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm probably not going to ever watch that just based on his description alone. I'm, I'm cool. I'm not big on the gore. Like the, the it's the gory stuff that just really kind of like I'm cool with all the the psycho killers and I like I like me a good kill killer. and stuff like that. But when they start getting getting too extreme <laughs> with it, you know, I they they like the, at least the saw anyway. Like the saw movies, those kind of get too far for me. When you got like a contraption hooked to somebody's ribs and you give them. 45 seconds to do something otherwise their ribs are going to explode and their guts start pouring out and you know it's, it's just like all There's that certain that, uncomfortableness it just gets too it, it just yeah. gets too far with it you know like i just i'm good for a good you know machete to the head you know i'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, lopping and a chopping yeah huh? <laughs> easy work right uh shannon chat me up go ahead give me your number four uh, number four for me, I know it's going to sound a little uh, kiddish compared to, to some of the shit y'all got going on on y'all list, but uh, Stephen King's It from 1990. Here um, we go with this one. <laughs> How many kids couldn't sleep in bed with that oh, one? Oh, man, I am one of them. So I know, like, watching it now is not nearly as scary as what it was when I was young. Most of was never scary. Keep, keep in mind, like, I watched this movie when, in 1990, I was, what, six or seven. So, back then, going to the circus every year prior to that, all that changed. So, <laughs> I never went to the circus Bozo, ever Bozo after. Bozo the clown was never the same. Uh, Bozo, yeah, he never got watched again. I was cool. I had nightmares that entire summer. I couldn't deal with it. About um, the clown? About the damn clown. For like at the end, so the spider, like, the spider part, I could man. deal with. But the clown itself, to me, Tim Curry as Pennywise is like he has amazing range as far as what he can do on screen, especially in that white paint. Oh my goodness! Like he made me nervous every single scene he was in. Um, I wish they would have, you know, made that re the remakes, the chapters one and two. I know we just did a recap and review on chapter two. Check that one out. Check those uh, out. Shameless plug, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I wish they would have did that remake, kind of like how they did with the uh, the 1990 series. Uh, 
because I loved how they had the adults going back into their memories as kids. Yeah, like they re-revisited. Yeah, yeah, versus how they did it with the new ones, like I was saying in the recap and review of uh, how they reintroduced those characters to us, but we already knew who they were. So to me, that just took too much from that movie, and that's why I have 1990s. Because um, I loved how that story played out um, all the way through. I guess, bro. Like, I, <laughs> you feel me? Like, I, I, I can't get down with it, man. Like, especially the one from 1990. I would have had much more respect if you said the newer one. Because the 1990 one, it just didn't do it for me, man. I, Like, there was... I don't know, man. Maybe because, like, some of the movies that, like, my mom... Shout out to my mom. She used to always let me watch horror movies and she would be down to watch them and we watched them together ever since I was a kid and stuff and that one just didn't do it for me man I'm just not afraid of clowns it just seemed it was just the whole thing was just corny to me I just I never got down with that one man uh, Dave chat me up how you feeling about it uh, man every time I think about that classic it uh, TV series slash movie uh, it always takes me back to when I was say about six seven years old mm-hmm. sitting in my Auntie Barb. Don't tell me you were scared too. Uh, Auntie Barb, Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky. You know, R.I.P. Auntie Barb. Um, bro, that shit had me terrified. Oh my god! <laughs> like I, and now, real talk, I'm watching it on VHS, like 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 slow watching. Yeah, yeah. No, I tell you, you, man. After that point where uh, what when uh, when he slits his wrist and writes it, yeah, all, it it all just goes to hell after that, man. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I, I I watched it when I was a kid. I tried to give it a chance when I did the um, recap and review. Um, shout out to Shannon for buying it on the Voodoo so I can watch it for free. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, Shameless uh, plug. You feel me? And uh, yeah, the um, but I, I watched it again as an adult, and it it still. I mean, it about put me to sleep. So <laughs> I, I, I apologize. I, I can't rock with that one. All right. So my Come number on, four. Um, I went with Friday the 13th Part 2. This one came out, you know, before any of us was born. It came out in 81. But one of the reasons why, I mean, it, it was like the birth. It was like the first time he actually starred in his own movie was Jason. Yeah. Like the, um, Miss Voorhees, she was the killer in the first one, the original movie. So, but he had, a, uh, he had a small cameo at the very end when he went after the woman who uh, killed his mom. But... I like this one a lot. So it starts off, off the whoop. He's getting uh, revenge on the chick who killed his mom in the last one. So he's just, as soon as, as soon as the movie starts, it shows her. There's a head in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, you got my mom's head. She turns around. She catches it. Boom. It's over. Over. Then, but I mean, then I liked it because it's a classic thing, horror movie. Um, it's classic horror movie stuff. I mean, it's the camp counselors at Camp Crystal Lake. There's drugs, there's sex, there's alcohol, there's young, horny, 19 to 22-year-olds wanting to be camp counselors. I mean, and there's no kids around. They're just training to be camp counselors. So that's basically just a, a open range for them to party and have a good time. Um, so as they're around, you know, the killer's going around, taking them out one by one. They find out, you know, it's Jason. And, you know, that was just one of my favorite uh, childhood uh, memories from uh, watching scary movies. That was one of the ones that uh, that got me addicted to horror movies. So, fellas, chat me up. I think that they they did it that way because you. I don't know if y'all remember or not, but there's a lot of scary movies uh, back in the day where they did not have like child killings. I mean, now it's more common than ever as far as some of these movies. I know, like on on the It Chapter One, for example, they ripped out. Uh, 
the uh, the Georgie's arm like right, right. off whoop they um, set the tone. It's only the last five years that we've been able to see children. Yeah, get killed on they they've gotten they've turned that up a whole lot. So I, I think if Dawn of the Dead was yeah. the first time we saw a little if, girl if Jason mm-hmm. if if right. Jason's revenge uh, well not Jason I'm sorry but uh, Friday Thirteen Part Two would have been filmed a little bit later. I think that they would have had like kids like being brutalized and murdered and all that stuff as well. Um, the overall movie as, itself, I, I definitely say that number two is, in my opinion, better than number one. I appreciate the fact that you have that one on the list versus the first one. I think it just got right to it, and it just kept going from the beginning to the end. Definitely. Dave, how you feeling about uh, part two? Uh, so real quick, I know I said the little girl from Dawn of the Dead, um, but the first girl was in Night of the Living Dead, Samantha, okay. so any of you people don't want to correct me or whatever. Um, but, man, old uh, Potato Sack. Had yeah, Jason, yeah, he didn't right? even have the hockey mask yet. He just <laughs> uh, had the... Yeah, this is when you had like the one eye yeah. uh, poking out and the pickaxe and stuff like that. Um, some of the more brutal kills, I think, in Friday the 13th series. Um, they were just raw and like cerebral where they got creative down the road, but these were like just straight in your face. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Machete to the head. You, you got know? it, man. Yeah. <laughs> Good definitely, stuff. Definitely. All right. Shannon, chat me up. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is the 1979 science fiction horror alien. Yeah. We're going old school tonight. Yes. I feel like the, the old school ones just help more weight they they hold up to this day and especially something like alien uh for me why it's on the list is i mean sigourney weaver is one of my favorite like old school actresses i mean she was in another uh sci-fi comedy that i love ghostbusters ghostbusters definitely but i think that she really showed her her chops as far as being a, a sci-fi queen in this industry with Alien. Oh yeah, um, definitely. That famous uh, chest burst scene um, at the uh, like midway through when they're like getting back on the ship. They got the ship running. Face hugger. They thought was like okay, he was just clung onto his face, but now he's good. No, he ain't good. And then no. that that chest explosion. To me, like I, after that, I I ran out of the TV room, tucked my head under the covers. I was scared. I prayed that I would live through the night and would nothing come out of my chest. I was nervous <laughs> as all hell. Um, but I I think that that was one of those scenes. Like you can literally, if you're going through like top. 50 or 100 horror scenes on YouTube or whatever, you will see that scene in the in all of them, hands down. Um, and I felt like the Xenomorph alien was quiet. He was quick. And when it was time for you to look around, it's too late. Like, he's already got yeah, you. It's done. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I, I didn't run and, and hide. I think I was trying to look tough, you know, because I was watching the movie with my mom. So, you know, I had to look tough and sit there and try to, you know, man up about it. But, uh, yeah, definitely Aliens was a, is a is, – I mean, it's it, it's still to this day they still make remakes of that movie. And it still, yep. uh, you know, holds the test of time. So can't go wrong with Aliens. Dave, how you feeling about Aliens? Uh, so Alien to me, uh, you know – uh, just to piggyback a little bit off of what Shannon was saying, like that that scene uh, with the chest burst, um, you know it made that scene so genuine 
was the fact that nobody knew it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I saw that in like so, the director's cut. Yeah, so like, something like that. that. That's why that scene made made that movie so believable is because those actors were experiencing that in real time yep. on camera and they knew how to naturally act to the horror. So you get to see Sigourney Weaver, which, you know, again, just to credit her, is a phenomenal, phenomenal actress. She does all kinds of stuff, not just American movies, neither. Um, but yeah, man, just to see how well she can adjust and change to that and everybody else, it was it was great, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, let's keep it going. Dave, chat me up. What's your number three? Uh, so I'm going to put a little uh, fun in this one. Um, okay. Because this is one, you know, I didn't want to make it my number one. I didn't want to, you know, a little cheesy comedy kind of thing. But Shaun of the Dead, to me, um, you know, I'm a retail guy. Um, our lives can be pretty mundane from time to time. We get lost in a blue blur. Um, I, I, it's it's cool to kind of watch a, a movie where this guy's just doing his day-to-day every day, and all of a sudden, there's that change. Okay. And it's all, it's mm-hmm. all bad. I mean, he loses his friend by the end. Uh, you know, lose, you know, him and his girl finally recover. So on. Sorry, spoilers, but I mean, this movie's been out for years, so get a life. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, man, like I just, I, you know, it is a romantic comedy, but it's it's known as a romantic horror comedy. So uh, you know, I appreciate it for what it is and what it did for that genre. That's what's up, Shannon. Uh, Shaun of the Dead definitely took the uh, the lighter side of horror. I think it made it uh, easier for me to watch more, uh, especially of that that nature. Um, definitely, I feel like that kind of inspired like your Zombie Land and, and stuff of that nature as well. And Zombie Land is uh, one of my uh, favorite newer movie. uh, movies. I I didn't put They're it in. Come out with a new one of those pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, Zombie Land Two Double Tap. We'll probably I was do just a that Double Tap. Didn't matter until it was in Zombie Land yeah. and everybody knew what it Boy, was. We'll we'll probably have to do a recap and review on that Which when that comes out. Should lose a little weight. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh, Shaun the Dead. I can I can respect that. It uh it definitely helped make uh, that genre a lot easier to watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, hit the nail on the head. Boom. Uh, <laughs> I mean, keep it right going. So my number three, I went with a Nightmare on Elm Street Four, Dream Master. Uh, like I said, Freddy Krueger, one of my childhood favorites of all time. I, I can't say enough about Freddy Krueger movies. Uh, this was the middle of the uh, trilogy. There was like a three part trilogy in the middle of the Nightmare of uh, on Elm Street series. Uh, episodes, uh, movies three, four, and five. They were part of that trilogy. This one kind of picked up. Uh, it did pick up where number three left off. Uh, we get introduced to Alice and her brother Rick. Uh, then you get uh, you know her crew of uh, Dan, Debbie, and Sheila. Uh, Freddie gets conjured back up, and uh, I'll always remember this one because this one had the pizza scene in it, and this Boy. was when uh, <laughs> you know they had the faces and the souls in the pizza. Still don't look at Italian sausage the same. Right, way. right. And then he takes the, um, then he takes the um, his his claw, and then he sticks it in the head, and he picks it up, and you know shoves the the face and soul uh, Italian sausage. You know that like he smashes that. So I mean that that scene always stuck out to me as a kid. Um, I remember. Uh, 
the uh, roach scene. That was a big scene in that yep. movie where mm-hmm. uh, the girl was afraid of the roach and she steps on one at the beginning and then he kind of turns her into a roach in the dream and she gets caught in the roach motel and then he says, you know, you check in but you don't check out and he squeezes the you know roach motel and kills her. Uh, so he had, you know, just legendary kills like that. And he was always getting them while they were asleep. He had Alice and Dan going in circles and circles playing the same scene. I remember uh, watching that and I thought, like, my tape was messed up or, you know, something <laughs> was wrong because the same scene just kept playing. And it was just them going through that same scene over and over again. So, you know, just a just a, a to be caught in a dream world with a guy who who is who knows your fears and is going to take advantage of all that and put you in crazy situations it just like that's all that scared me that was the one that got me I, I wasn't scared of clowns or anything like that but when I go to sleep and I, somebody has got control and I don't have control that's what that's what gets me so how you guys feeling about Nightmare on Elm Street number four tell me up I mean. Any Freddy Krueger that has a kung fu montage halfway through it, I'm, I'm down for. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the dream Rick. saga, man. Um, you know, I've got one in my list. That's uh, when Robert England got to be a little creative with the nightmares. That's when Wes Craven was like, "Okay, I appreciate you for what you are as an artist," and started to let him be Freddy. Right. Um, I think some of the best dream sequences come out of those three movies. Um, a lot of a lot of the best ones. So uh, great so, choice. Dave, which one is your favorite? Which one? Name me one of your favorites. Uh, I mean, if I had to really break it down, uh, so I'm a comic book guy, so I would default to the comic book Freddy. You know, superhero Freddy. Oh, okay. Uh, and then uh, I mean, the iconic scene with the uh, deaf kid. With uh, you know, he 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 takes his uh, earpiece away. Oh, okay, okay. And then gives so, it back to him, and then he puts it in, and then it you know changes into like a nightmare yeah. Uh, yeah. hearing aid, and yeah, all of a yeah, sudden he drops cool one pin, and then he drops like oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like he, two handfuls. He, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was, yeah. That was in the boiler room. I remember that scene. Shannon, how you feeling about a uh, uh, Dream Master? Uh, Dream Master definitely. Uh, I feel like with with that one, you gotta have you gotta watch all three together, mm-hmm. right? Like that that thing plays so well together. I mean, the only uh, smudge is when it went from three to four, where they changed Patricia Arquette. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, being I think young, she wanted the big big bucks. Yeah, she yeah. wanted she, she wanted to cash money, out. Yeah. But yeah. at at the end of the day, though, I, I feel like they were still able to tell that story with or without her. So overall, the that if I could have put that all together, that probably would have been my number one. Um, but uh, I know that we're we're seeing films as singles. So if we were to say like a, a set of movies, that would have been probably definitely number one when it comes to like Nightmare on Elm Street for me. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, we're gonna take that water break, that pause for the calls, and we'll be back to finish up our top five. What up, everybody? Just want to say thank you for the support. Follow at NPodcation on Twitter and at Nation of Podcation on Facebook and Instagram. We always interact with our fans and we never too good to follow back. Check us out. All right, we back with our top five personal favorite horror movies. Back from break. Back from break. Ready to go. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, so... Down to the final two. Shannon, chat me up. 
Number two, personal favorite horror movies list. Number two is the OG 1988 Child's Play. Okay, okay. So, why is this on the list for me? It is the demon version of My Buddy. I don't know if any of y'all my had the... Buddy yeah. and me, my buddy and me. <laughs> it, it, y'all, some of y'all might remember the actual commercial. Some of y'all might actually had the uh, the little doll, or I guess you can call it. My buddy and kid sister. Man. Know about him. I didn't have kid sister, but I, I have uh, my buddy. And I definitely had the my buddy, but I'm saying for the ladies, <laughs> they might have had the kid sisters, you feel me? Um, and I will say, after watching Child's Play, uh, my buddy was put in a box in the basement. Um, this movie itself, uh, to me, Chucky was one of the more scarier entities as a child because it's literally one of your toys that comes to life. You think that he's got your back, he's in your best interest, and then what happens? He raises hell, he goes through murder after murder. Um, I, I will say that for me, the most serious tone Child's Play is the first one. After that, it got a little... Uh, comical. Yeah, definitely comical. Some <laughs> cornier than others. Um, I do like what they did with the remake where they brought it back to a more serious tone. And then they kind of infused like things like... You know how they have like Google Home and, and Amazon Alexa now. They kind of brought that into the mix to kind of make it more up to date. Right. Um, but I will say the first one, I mean, hell, he was tormenting Andy to the point where this dude went crazy basically because no one believed him until See, it was problem, too late man. nobody believed him yep until it was too late then that little doll was running around getting everything dave chat me up how you feeling about child's play uh, good old uh charles lee ray yes yeah, sir uh i mean this is classic horror um Thanks. you know chucky <laughs> the doll um maybe 25 30 shots in the movie yeah. Um, it's all built up from the serial killer's soul transfer. You get that little break of innocence, and then all of a sudden, the torment and the terror starts coming. Uh, I think that scene with uh, the babysitter. Yeah. I mean, dude, I like, you know, I can't, I can't, still can't get it out of my mind. Just, just the way he just nitpicked her to death, and then all of a sudden, you know, man. Uh, yeah, classic, classic, yeah, good dude. choice. Yeah, I definitely uh, I can agree on that. Uh, just the the whole doll coming into play. I mean, my uh, my daughters they uh, caught a glimpse of child's play, and they actually put some of their dolls up just because they they <laughs> yep. they don't want that. They they don't want that problem. Just seeing some of those dolls and just the looks on their faces, kind of you know, after they saw that movie, started to kind of creep. I mean, them could, out could too. y'all imagine if y'all my buddy just turned around and said, "I'm gonna kill you, bitch"? And yeah, see, <laughs> hey, I didn't have no my buddy though, man. I was cool with my WWF wrestling buddy, my Ultimate Warrior. Hey, I was cool. That was the only my buddy I needed. I didn't need the the actual my buddy, and definitely after watching what Child's that, Play what I didn't that, need what that. that warrior woke you up in the middle of the night shaking your head man. oh no nah, man we gotta get rid of that thing man. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get rid of that thing Dave chat me up what's your number two uh, so my number two man I'm gonna have to go with another classic uh, Evil Dead 2 nice nice uh, my man Bruce Campbell Sam Raimi uh, ashy slashy you know the first movie uh, was super low budget um, it was really kind of meant to be just you know a little a little camp horror flick Turned out getting a whole bunch of people, so they ended up getting a larger budget to come back and do the second one. Right. Which they basically retold the first story um, in a lot more depth with a lot more, uh, you know, uh, effects and makeup and things like that. Right. It was legit, man. Uh, just, I mean, that scene at the end where 
the mom turns into that big giant yep. long neck beast thing and he uh, had some the, of the craziest the villains black and demons void pop kind up, of man. thing man yeah i mean uh the necronomicon right all, yeah, yeah. All, all the deadites <laughs> i mean they could possess anyone you loved and cared about and come back and do the most terrible things definitely definitely and then they they you know even to this day they still spawn the show that comes on stars yeah man um i, I even watched that show to this day so i, I love the evil dead series uh to death it kind of yeah. mixes rest in peace obviously the uh the f- third season was the final season yeah i know man i'm uh, disappointed yeah, it was about great. that yeah man. i'm um, you know, disappointed Lucy Lawless, about that uh xena coming back and playing the uh one of the main villains yeah, yeah man like just i mean come on we all watched warrior princess when we were kids right definitely no, no, i didn't uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you watched hercules right no i did not <laughs> uh, you can miss me with both of them shit some <laughs> so how are you feeling about evil dead though, e- evil dead though I-, I will give you props to evil dead too uh definitely better than the first one when it comes to the actual like the this the CGI I guess you could call it yeah, makeup um, effects yeah all the effects of it the, the overall like costume design um, for the demons in that movie were horrific but terrific at the same time if that even makes sense I guess it does um, I, I do like the <laughs> entire uh, trilogy even the the more comic. Uh, styling of uh, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. <laughs> I, I thought that was a, a pretty cool little like switch out, like kind of re revigorated a little bit. Yeah, it's, um, it's, because it's, you can't do the same thing three times. And for them to come up with that as a third one, I was just like, oh shit, this is kind of like way out left. Yeah, right? yeah. But the, but the comp, what the what the cool thing about Army of Darkness is there's a really really good. Uh, slapstick comedy styling yeah. to it yeah. um you know i've got teenage sons and it was something i introduced to them early before like any of the other really really graphic horror movies because it's like you know hey man this is funny this yep. is goofy here watch this dude with a chainsaw go on a you know on a tangent tangent yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say though bruce campbell is probably one of the most uh horror iconic uh actors that that's out there to yeah, this day. So like he, he lines up there. He's not up up there like with your Robert Englands and what have you, but he, he's up there, though. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely up there. Definitely. All right, so my number two, uh, I went with The Conjuring 2. Uh, it came out in 2016. It uh, featured, it's part of that Conjuring universe, you know, with Annabelle and The Nun and all of that. It's about the uh, paranormal investigators, Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, this time, I mean, the movie just started off. They were at the Amityville house with the DeFeo family, and a demon is following them. And then they travel over to London to try to help solve this other case with this family. And there's the, uh, it's a family of daughters, and no dad around, and uh, they're being uh, haunted in this house. And uh, the Warrens actually have to fight their demon and this family's demon all like at the same time. So I like the story. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of those touching ones cause I just wouldn't know what to do with my child. There we go. Right. Uh, it's, it's just cause I wouldn't know what to do if my child was possessed in, in the house that I stayed in. I just you wouldn't know what to do. I, that's the one thing that, that scares me is the possession and the dealing with demons and then somebody being able to get you in your dreams just because I don't know how to handle that. Like I said, with a clown or a mass murderer, you're eventually going to bleed and die eventually from something. But these these supernatural beings, I just have a hard time dealing with. Now, I like the story, um, you know, uh, just the whole, you know, family being tormented and, 
people not believing them, but then the stuff is happening in their house and just how they were tormenting the kids. Uh, you know, I just wouldn't know what to do but to, you know, pray, grab a Bible and a cross and sit in the corner. You know, I wouldn't know what, what to do <laughs> in that situation. So, fellas, chat me up. How you feeling about The Conjuring 2? I personally cannot get into those kind of movies, and I think it is because of what you just said. Like, I, I'm too... I, chicken shit to to watch them um like like you said like hey man go to hell (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like i i don't want to think about like one of my kids like i have to call the exorcist to get him over there to help me out because this little fool and lost his damn was like four daughters and that's that's you know right that's right that's right right up your alley that's not up my alley i'm just gonna get up out that alley and and (laughs) take a a, a bright lit street home i'm cool but hey that that's your that's your lane so you you roll with yeah that's that's what scares me so that's that's what uh that's why i picked that one that one got me dave how you feeling about the conjuring two uh so what is this james uh wayne or juan or whatever series yeah uh I love what he did with Swamp Thing, man. I just can't, I can't get into him. Um, I oh. own all the Conjuring movies. Uh, my wife loves them. She's into Annabelle, uh, the Nun. Something like that big on Annabelle. The um, Nun was kind of whack too. The I know the Conjuring. Whack, whack. Um, you know, doing some research for this, I, I read like the Conjuring was either the highest grossing Conjuring Two was either the highest grossing horror film in the last five years or in 2016 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I try to sit down for these movies, man, I just can't. They don't. They don't engage me. Like I, I just it, it, it's it doesn't spark my interest at all. Like no. I, I've tried, man. Like I, I've tried because everybody says they love them. They say it's once you get into it, it's it's terrifying. But now, have you seen the first one? Yeah, I mean no. Like that's what I mean. Oh, like okay. I will it's literally. Up, I have the box set, and I will just randomly try to put one in and get through it and i just i can't yeah okay okay yeah I, like i said those are the ones that get me man I, the, just the movies where the possession comes into play that you know i, I can't deal with that i can't deal with that <laughs> uh shannon chat me up give me your number one all-time personal favorite horror movie chat me up number one for me is the very first nightmare on elm street the, i feel you I, it started all like hands down, you have a young Heather Lagan Camp, another uh, scream queen, as you called it earlier. Nancy, um, and Johnny Depp's first role. Boy, and for me, that scene that they had where they were like trying to keep each other awake um, across the house because they couldn't leave the homes, mm-hmm. and then like that's another one of those scenes where you see the blood coming up out of the bed and hitting that ceiling, how they did that back in the eighties. The yeah. Um, for me, that scene is one of those, another, another iconic scene that you will never forget when it comes to horror films. Right. Uh, Fred Krueger ruled the eighties and nineties, hands down. Like the, I'll say the early nineties cause the late nineties, they kind of, uh, they, they veered away from, for some reason, I feel like they, they could have kept that series going, but they didn't. Right. Um, but that could be just me being biased to Fred Krueger. I, I felt like the the TV series, uh, where we were talking about on break, I was scared as hell about the, the TV series. I could never get Freddy's through Freddy's Nightmares. Couldn't get through one of them. But still, like, watching them as an adult, 
like I'm just like shit. I should have just stayed up for this. Um, right. It wasn't as terrifying as the actual movies, but out of Nightmare on Elm Street, you got the numerous uh, sequels. You got the the remake. I won't really dab too much into the remake. It was okay, but it didn't have that same like scare effect when I was a kid. Yeah, right. I don't think Rorschach played the the guy who played Rorschach. I don't yeah. think he played Freddy well at all, man. Uh, he just seemed a little too quiet. Yeah. He tried yeah. to go Freddy, for the Freddy, more Freddy, creepy. Yeah, he's outspoken. He's yeah, in Fred your is face, that guy. Man. Yeah. And dude. then when like that one scene where he was like what in that alley where his arms kept stretching out yeah. and stretching out, I was like, okay, this is uh this is getting kind of nuts. But overall, Nightmare on Elm Street is really what started like the uh I'm scared to go to sleep. Can I? Can I? Hey, mom, can I sleep with you? Tonight? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> hey, yeah, that, for that's real. the one that started it for me. Definitely, definitely. How you feeling about the original? Uh, so for me, uh, two major iconic horror scenes. Um, kind of piggybacking off of what Shannon said, the stretched arms across the oh, yeah. room. Oh yeah. Um, and then the bed scene. Um, the way they made those effects was, uh, you know, very simple. Um, they just built the room upside down, put a bucket of blood yeah. up in between the bed, and let it ha- let it go. Um, but the chemistry that Johnny Depp and Hanger Heather Langenship had, um, like that, built that whole story up. Yeah. And then again, this unknown actor Robert England with all these you know credentials and chops just comes in and just. Boom! Knocks it right out of the park. Um, you have it's kind of like the alien thing. It's you had the perfect cast at the perfect time, right? And they made such an iconic movie. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, go uh, a step further with you guys. Some more iconic scenes from that was the step scene where she's stepping and it turns into like like quicksand. Yeah. Um, oh, when she's in the bed too, and, and, and the, the stretch latex the, the, face. the bed. Yeah, that was I was gonna go there, and then I was gonna say the um, the bathtub scene where Ooh. she's taking a bath and then the claw comes up and the phone rings and she wakes up and the claw kind of disappears. Man, how that, many lines did that cross back in the day? Right? I, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah Young it, it teenage went there. girl naked in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> with a grown man's hand coming up in it. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's it's crossing that line a little bit. Uh, all right, Dave, chat me up. Number one, personal uh, favorite all so time. So, number one with me, I'm going to follow in suit with what we've been talking about this whole list. Uh, the Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street okay. 3. Okay, now that's, uh, that's me too. That's me too. I, I picked that for my number one too. So, chat me up. Why is it on your list as your number one? Uh, so, it's the it's the quintessential comeback story, right? Um, we've watched Freddy just kill and kill and kill. Um, and finally, here's this, this girl um, with a little bit of something extra. Um, come to find out, you know, she can tap into other people's powers and... You know, they, they create this, you know, at, by the end of the saga, this this physical entity that can challenge another physical evil entity, which has basically been, you know, running amok through everybody's dreams and all that stuff like that. So it was really, it was really cool to just watch that start. Um, some of the dream sequences in there are just so uh, different um, than, yeah. than the rest of the others in the series. Yeah. Um, you know, we were kind of watching it in between breaks and stuff like that. Um, you know, the the heroin scene where, oh, you know, the, the pucker sucker faces on her yeah. arms and stuff, yeah. man. You know, um, the classic line, you know, what a rush. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just, man. Um, I, I like the whole movie. story, too, man. I, li- I like the whole story. Just um, 
how uh, basically Christian, she's like the main star in that, and she, he kind of messes with her at the beginning of the movie, and it kind of, uh, she kind of slices her own wrist, uh, but Freddie really does it, but her mom kind of puts her in this uh, insane asylum, and that's where she meets like the rest of the kids, uh, like Kincaid and Joey, those are two of the main ones that kind of, kind of stuck around, but one of my favorite parts on there is uh, one of the characters' name is Philip. And he is he is a um, he's in the insane asylum, but he's like an arts and crafts dude, and he makes these puppets. So oh. Freddie uh, he kind of uh, gets him into sleep, and he takes his veins and uh, pulls them out of his arms and makes him like a, a, a string puppet and walks him to the top of like the the chapel in yep. the at the uh, at the hospital and and cuts the strings when he gets to the top to make him fall off and look like he jumped to his uh, to his uh, suicide. So I always thought that one was cool. I like the one where the the girl named Jennifer she falls asleep while watching TV. Um, and then, oh, uh, yeah, then he, uh, she walks up to the TV in her dream to try to fix the TV because it stops working and the arms pop out of the TV and his head pops up. He grabs her and, you know, looks at her in the face and says, welcome to prime time, bitch. And, uh, puts her <laughs> face into the screen of the, of the camera. And then it was, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. He was in that, uh, movie as one of the, um, attendees, uh, one of the, uh, uh, hospital attendees and everything like that. So, uh, I, I just enjoyed the movie. I love the kills. Uh, like I said, Freddy will always and forever be my favorite horror film villain of you know of all time. Um, this was the the beginning of like that that dream uh, trilogy, the the three, four, and five. So Shannon, chat me up. How you feeling about uh, our number one at the Dream Warriors? I mean, like I said before, I if I could have put all three. Of the, the dream series together, it would have definitely been number one for me. Uh, Freddy is by far, hands down, the most terrifying uh, horror villain that you will ever come across as a kid, especially from that era. Yeah. Um, that, Can't go to sleep. That movie alone, though, is. I, I'm glad that they brought back Nancy. Like in the uh, from the original yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, gave her a little pub. Uh, Overall, though, that, that movie had me tripped out as a child. I, I'm glad I can watch it now and laugh, uh, but back then as a kid, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, it, it was terrifying. That's why I said you couldn't go to sleep. You didn't want to go to sleep because if you went to sleep, that's when he got you. So I, I, I couldn't fool with Freddy back in the day, even though like now today I respect it so much more and he's my, uh, my personal favorite. So as we always do about this time, we go from five to one. Uh, count down our list. Shannon, I'm going to have you start it off. Give me your top five, five to one. Chat me up. All right. So number five, I got Halloween. Number four, I got Stephen King's It from 1990. Number three, I have Alien. Number two, Child's Play. Number one, A Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what's up. Super Dave, chat me up. Uh, number five, I've got Friday 13th, uh, part six, Jason Lives. Number four, Terrifier. Number three, Shaun of the Dead. Number two, Evil Dead 2. And number one, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. That's what's up. And number five, I had Saw 2. Number four, I had Friday the 13th Part 2. Number three, I had Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Number two, I had The Conjuring 2. And then number one, I had Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Fellas, any final comments? Anything else you want to say about our top five horror films? 
I'll say definitely get you a nice good dose of, of horror films. Let us know in the comments what y'all think. Uh, I feel like I got a solid list. I feel like uh, I got some movies to watch uh, based on, on my partner's uh, list to, tonight. So I'm going to do some more uh, horror film watching in this uh, nice cold uh, month of October. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dave, any final comments? Hey, man, just a pleasure to be on your old show. Uh, you know, keep doing what you all doing, man. Stay positive. Appreciate the love. Remember, continue to follow at Podcation on Twitter and at Nation of Podcation on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We out. Peace. Nation of Podcation.